nobody's going to the movie theaters. You know what I mean? So yeah, it only had what a twenty percent drop. Thirty-seven percent, yeah, thirty-seven, which is pretty oh, yeah. good for what it is. So, oh, welcome I, to another episode of the movie. Blah blah. What? Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say I was. I didn't know it started. I was gonna say like I'm oh, okay. really happy that like Free Guy got such a word of mouth and like grew like naturally. It's just cool. Welcome to another yeah. edition of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. All right, welcome to another episode of the Music City Drive-In, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valera. On today's episode, we are going to review the recently released uh, Adam Driver-led film, Annette. It is available on Amazon Prime Video right now. There's There was like 900 movies that came out this weekend, and this was probably the most polarizing for so many different things. I'm still waiting for... Like I'm, I'm ready to see the normal people's reviews, not critic reviews. I want to see like people's like in a week. I'm going to go on Amazon and be like, watch the reviews of this. But as always, I'm joined by my co-host here, Jacob. How are you, bud? Now we're copyright infringement here. Okay. Oh, it was supposed to. I fucked it. It was supposed to be right at literally right at the right spot, and I missed it. So well, well, I'm good. That was rather eventful. Uh, Very... Yeah, we Sorry. appreciate that. I don't really know what else to say right now, but I appreciate whatever just was supposed to happen that didn't happen. But um, joining us this week, and as he does mostly every week, Mr. Matthew Fox, how are you, sir? Just uh, glad I could be here for the last episode after Jacob violated copyright and gets us purged from the internet. That's all I wanted. Anything else we can do for you while we're on this dead <laughs> air right now? But um, I don't even know what to say. Also, is why I didn't podcast for a month. <laughs> is that why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, jo- <laughs> joining us once again, she's been on the show before. Miss Nicole, how are you today? I'm good. I'm very excited to be here and talk about this movie. I really had a whole entire thing planned up to introduce you, but Jacob has roiled <laughs> all that up. So, like, I really didn't know what else to say other than, hi, Nicole, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I'm i at a loss for words right now. I, I really. <laughs> I No, this is great. This is the kind of, I feel like this is the kind of chaos that this movie deserves. So. It, oh, my God, it really does. I mean, if you look at the picture, for those of you watching, I mean, this is what this film entails. It is what I saw this three or four weeks ago and I coined it the prequel of Chucky and I still stand by that statement. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've never been so just, I have no clue. And before to my be life, fair, she did say she was going to break every single lamp in the world. So yeah, <laughs> she does have um, a main street cut in her. We have started a new little bit of a trend here on the Music City Drive-In where we kind of break down the film a little bit different. Uh, first, we'll go around and everybody will give their anticipation of the film. It could be post-trailer, pre-trailer, whatever, on a scale of 1 to 10. Then everybody will have 60 seconds to re- review the movie without spoilers. Yes, folks, this will be a spoiler-free review of Annette. As, I mean, other than you know showing you pictures of the uh, baby of Chucky. And then we'll give you 30 seconds to give the score plus overall thoughts. And then at the end of the show, we're going to give our top five movies of the year. Um, They could not have been eligible for the 2021 Oscars. So that is going to be the only one. So it basically had to be released post-March and it had to be released to the public. So that wiped away half of Jacob's list already. Top five, Cherry. 
the little things. Uh, no, the little things doesn't count. That was pre. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that, that was that was the joke. Uh, cherry doesn't count. Cherry. cherry, no, cherry technically didn't count because it tried to go for. It was like March eighteenth, right? Some Oscars, right? Mm -hmm. I thought it was. Uh, yeah, it was, it yeah, was they, eligible, though. Yeah, because they tried yeah. to. They tried like, to make it happen. Hard. I don't know what they tried to do, but it didn't work. It's like fetch. Stop trying to make cherry happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I like to stop thinking about that film. Yeah, I was oh, like, what? I tried to erase that from my memory, so can we stop? <laughs> I did a podcast on that movie. It was like an hour and 15 minutes long. I wanted to kill myself. All right. <laughs> so moving on, I am going to put Nicole on the spot first. Okay. Uh, with just, just some quick thoughts real quick. On a scale of 1 to 10, what was your anticipation scale of Annette to begin with? Honestly, I was around an eight. I'm a big fan of Adam Driver. I think that he's a really interesting actor and that even when he's in a movie that's not good, he's always giving an interesting performance. So that was kind of enough for me. And he hasn't really done anything in a while. This is like the first of his sort of trio of movies that are coming this year. So I, I'm also always excited to see a movie musical that's something quite different than the norm. And that definitely, from the first moment that I heard about this movie, I knew was going to describe Annette. It, when Adam Driver brings out movies, he doesn't bring out just one at a time. Like, you know what I mean? He's got to bring out like seven at a time. You know what I mean? It was like the marriage story okay. year, the report as well, but it's pretty crazy. Jacob, to you, anticipation level for this film. So um, Adam Driver is probably one of my favorite actors right now. And I think before it released at Con, I was probably around a six or a seven. Uh, I just didn't know a lot about it. I think when I saw the Sparks documentary, um, that got me a little more interested. But I think after Khan, with like such the polarizing reviews and um, opinions and stuff, and just hearing a lot of people saying like, this is like super weird. I think that like pushed it up to about an eight or a nine because it's, it just seemed like something that was like right up my alley. And uh, Mr. Fox, what about you? So uh, before I saw it, I had not seen a trailer, knew nothing about the film, but it was still, and I actually don't know who the Sparks Brothers are and had never seen that film. Um, so this was the definition of going in cold. However, uh, Ricky's inability to contain himself while trying to describe the movie, but not wanting to tell me anything about it until I had seen it, put my anticipation at an eight. It's true. I watched the movie and I was like, I don't know what I just watched. I'm still not sure what I watched. Because, and I'll go over a little bit of my review. It's just, you can't describe this movie. You can't. Like, you can try. You can try your best. But it, it like, I don't know how to, I really like, we should just do like a log line. How do you describe this to the normal average everyday person? And it's like, I don't know. Like, and that's where I come up with it's the Chucky prequel. Well, you I just sent me that picture that you keep showing. So I thought it was a yes. horror movie until I started watching it. I'm like, oh, this seems yes. like a delightful musical. Baby, baby Chucky <laughs> like a delightful is, is, musical. I did. I sent him a screen. And <laughs> he's like, is this a animation? No context. No context <laughs> at all. I was, yeah, I was sending like, it to everybody. I was sending it to everybody. I saw it and I was like, I wasn't trying to spoil anything, but I was like, this is weird. So I don't even know. I'm still very much, it's still very weird. But all right, folks, hang on. Let me get my timer ready. Um, let me go ahead and get some dead silence on the air for everybody to listen to while I get my timer ready. But we have 60 seconds. I give everybody a, a chance for 60 seconds to break down their thoughts on Annette. Again, please, as spoiler free as possible. And as soon as your 60 seconds is up, I can't talk. As soon as your 60 seconds is up, I, if you're not done talking, I will mute your mic and we will move on to the next person. Yes, it is a breakdown that fast. 
And with that being said, I am going to make Jacob go first. Okay. 60 seconds. Why is it? Isn't it? Hold on real quick. Pause real quick. Look at the top left-hand corner. It says seven-day menswear, which is hilarious just to see the top left-hand corner of the screen. That's actually part above. of my bedroom. Is it? Okay. I just wanted to make I thought for sure it was at first. Like, I'm not even kidding. I literally thought that was like, like one so side of it, seven, Japanese and a Japanese cuisine. Perfect. Awesome. So, all right. Your 60 seconds starts now. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I loved it. I... Um... I think it is like super weird. The best description I got was like if Bo Burnham had made a racer head, which I think like really encapsulated my kind of thoughts on it. Um, I I honestly, I'm just a big fan of like really weird and uh, kind of eccentric stuff. I do understand a lot of people because that first like opening song is probably one of the better songs of the whole thing. And I understand that like a lot of the movie didn't quite live up to that moment. And I do understand that the movie isn't like the most confusing movie. They just tell a very straightforward uh, film in a confusing way. But it's like if you if you try not to like explain or try to justify it and just let it like happen, it's a lot more enjoyable than like trying to pick and uh, put the pieces of the puzzle together. So I really liked it. And uh, all right, Mike's muted. Time's up. Sorry about that. You have 30 seconds in a minute. You know, I'm going to go next because why not? Okay, so when I watched this movie, I did not know what I was going into. I really didn't. When I watched this first hour, the first hour is probably some of the best piece of film work that you've seen this year. Adam Driver is insane. I, I don't, he is one of the best working actors. Like, I, I, every time I watch him on the screen, I'm captivated by him. Even The Report was a not so great movie, but he was great in it. And then Marriage Story, he knocked it. I think he kind of put himself on another level in that film. But Annette is weird. Yes, it's very weird, but the story is, like you said, it's kind of simplistic in some aspects. They just go about it in so many different aspects. The music's great in it. Adam Driver's scene that, that, that was it like five, 10 minute monologue? is probably like top tier for me this year, performance wise. Um, I think on the downside of this entire thing is Adam Driver gives one of the best performances in probably one of the most polarizing movies of the year, which I think kind of throws him out of this complete loop to begin with, which is kind of sad. And then of course you have the house of Gucci coming soon. So uh, Nicole, you're up. Okay, so obviously it's very odd, but I think the thing about it is that if it works for you, then it works for you. And luckily it really worked for me. It's the exact kind of weird that I like to the point that like, I really like the puppet in it. I think it's amazing that they're able to make you feel that much for a puppet child. And it actually is very reminiscent of the type of puppets used in one of my favorite musicals. So as soon as it appeared, I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's do this. Uh, obviously, Adam Driver's great, like you just said, Ricky. But Marianne Cotillard is also fantastic. And surprisingly, Simon Helberg is amazing in this to the point that he might even be my MVP of the cast. I think he gives a really fantastic supporting performance. At first, I did not think the music was that great aside from that opening scene, which is fantastic. But I've been listening to the album like nonstop since I first saw it. So I am going to go back and say, I actually do think the music's really good. And it's really unique and very unlike, I think, any other movie musical that we're getting in this year of like 4,000 movie musicals. Uh, and I think it explores some interesting ideas around like the audience celebrity relationship, toxic masculinity. It doesn't fully follow through on everything. But what's there is really thought provoking. And that's what, you know, I like to see in 
a movie and it's also very moving. I actually did cry at the end of this movie. Um, and that is something that kind of elevates a movie for me if, if it can actually get an emotional response out of me. So I think it really worked for me, but it is like a very weird movie to recommend to people. Uh, I feel like I can't actually recommend it to anyone because they could hate it. And then I would feel really awkward. go usually you do an intro so i am gonna say uh sorry i was on mute and i didn't realize i was on mute so now you can go i appreciated jacob's uh one minute description it was almost uh more entertaining than the film uh <laughs> i i thought the beginning was really good and really compelling it's that midway point when they they make a story decision and more importantly a creative decision with that picture that we'll probably see 95 more times this episode um, it either works for you or it doesn't work for you i was also confused by the creative decision they made at the end to sort of undo that creative choice which also took me out of everything um so i loved it and then i was like why am i still watching this for the second hour yeah it's that's one of the things that is extremely uh strange i guess you could say about it is is it's it's either going to attract the people or it's going to be like polarizing like, like i said it's a very polarizing film as a whole i do think that they had something and then it's just it's very much if you don't like weird and and that's I, there's no other way to really put it i don't think if you don't like weird then this movie is really not for you and and that's why i think it's weird like that Amazon, like that's why it's coming out on Amazon. This movie probably would have bombed in the movies. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it just would like, you know what I mean? And what that is like working at a movie theater. Like these are the type of movies I live for because they're the ones that like, I want to hear people's reactions when they come out of it. Like when green Knight came out and everyone, <laughs> someone actually came out and said, um, said he came on his belt and then like died and then like they just walked out before the movie was even done and i was like i just love hearing those kind of reactions like from people yeah. that come out like this is a movie that like as like a person who works in the theater like i love these kind of movies like these like polarizing type of stuff to see like what the general audience thinks of it i agree all right so now we're going to break down to 30 seconds to give our score of the film and overall thoughts and i'm going to kick us off just because okay so for me I, I started my, like my score has been all over the place. I still don't really know where my score is finalized. It started at like a C plus, then it went up to like a B minus, and now it's like maybe at a B. And then if you want to look at it at that scale, like it's like a two and a half to three stars in that scenario, right? You know what I mean? It's, it's very solid, but also I don't know if I'll ever watch this movie again type of scenario. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of vibe that I get from Annette. I really probably could watch that 10, 15 minutes all over again of him just acting completely out of his mind and the just insult to Adam driver that, that ensues by every time that Jacob brings up not, not so funny Bo Burnham at the oh, same time no. really, really hurts my soul because he is not funny at all. Like I, if I don't, they're not even close in the comparison because Bo Burnham is not funny. And that special is still one of the worst things I've watched all year, but I am in the mix of C plus B territory. Like I'm, it's very fluctuated, but ultimately driver's performance is where I kind of land on that B mark. And Nicole, you are on the clock here. 
Okay, I'm going to go with a high B. I can't give it an A as much as I love it because it does have some flaws and I think there are some issues, but I love a movie that takes a risk. The performances are great across the board. The set design is really interesting and it won't work for everyone, like I said, but if it does, it does. And it really works for me. So I'm like a, a B plus. Yeah, I like that because it's, and that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's, I appreciate films that take risk and that's why my score kind of fluctuated the way it was. And of course, Driver's performance kind of took it to that next level for me. Box, to you, sir. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of a movie a few years ago, Tree of Life, which was also very polarizing for people that, that saw it. And I loved aspects of it and didn't didn't uh, didn't love the whole thing, but I've gone back and watched it several times since then, and I liked it more. I'm wondering if that'll be the case with the net. But for now, that I loved the first hour. The rest of it, didn't work for me, so I gave it three out of five and a C. Yeah, see, that's not bad. I don't mind that as well. Jacob. Uh, so yeah, so I completely agree. I think this is definitely like a movie where like if the creative decisions work for you, you will really like it. And if they don't, you will hate it, or at least not like it as much. Cause I personally I did like the creative decision that Matt was talking about earlier. That's actually what I was hoping would happen at the end. Um, and it kind of like for me, it tied the whole idea of the movie together um i so i gave it a b plus um and yeah i really enjoyed it i thought uh it's not a movie like everyone said that i would recommend to people but it's definitely one that i would probably watch again real quick i'm gonna put everybody on the spot what is everybody's anticipation for Candyman next week oh oh 10 negative five. absolutely negative five <laughs> Okay, I'm going to say a seven because I hate horror movies, but I love Nia DaCosta. So I'm like truly at war with myself over this one. Anybody's, I, okay, real quick. Everybody's thoughts on the original. It's, I like it. I like it a lot, actually. I, I think, think it's okay. I think, I think, I think it's, it's okay. I think it's aged really well. I think it's like one of the few horror movies that like, it might actually work better now than it did back then. And um, the first I saw it for the first time ever last summer, and I like really liked it then. Um, I think I gave that one like a, I think a, like a B plus, like a four out of five stars. Um, so I'm really I am excited for this one. I love Yaya, and I love uh, Coleman Domingo's in it. So Ricky, you know, like you and I are all over it. Um, love Coleman. Still, yeah, my, he still I'm is so my supporting actor so far this year for mm -hmm. Zola. Still in mm -hmm. my number one supporting actor. For, all right, so real quick before we go to our top five top five movies of the year, I'm gonna. If there's any other movies you watch this weekend, just kind of drop me some quick thoughts on them. Uh, Nicole, you first. Uh, so last night I rewatched Inside. Uh, <laughs> No, but actually, oh, incredible. No, but I actually was watching it with my little sister because she is 18 and very hard to impress. She's in that phase where like every- So, uh, Nicole, it was nice having Nicole on the show with us. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Whoa, were you back? Oh, I'm sorry, something happened. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I just want to say it impressed my very hard to impress 18 year old sister. She actually laughed out loud several times, uh, which I was very nervous trying to impress her with anything, but- yeah, that's all that I've watched this weekend. Actually, thus far, I'm going to be watching some more stuff uh, later tonight, though. Mr. Fox, anything have you watched? Did you watch Habit again? Never. 
ever again. <laughs> it did pop. It did pop up somewhere. It's like, oh, that looks like a religious movie, and I was like, it's not. Oh, it's so bad. Anything it's else you watch this weekend? Um, so I did watch the Paw Patrol movie, uh, despite having never seen the show. Uh, and then shortly after that, I watched Sweet Girl, and I'm going to be honest, it's a toss-up, which was more disappointing. <laughs> Diego? And I'm about 75% of the way through Reminiscence. Uh, so I watched... Um, when we do our top five movies, are we just naming them or are we going to like talk about the top five? No, we're just going to name our five through one. Okay, order. so I'll talk about it now. So I saw The Night House last night, and I guess, spoiler, it's in my top five now. Like, It's so crazy to me. I actually really did like The Night House, and it's like crazy to me how... Cause it, no spoiler, because I, mean, like, I haven't seen it yet. No, yeah, I no spoiler, but like for all of us here, it's like it's so hard for us to go to a movie and know literally nothing about it. And that's what I did with this. I only knew what my coworker told me, and I literally after I went up and talked to her, and I was like, everything you said was wrong. And so I actually <laughs> knew like nothing about the movie, and I was very impressed. I thought Rebecca Hall was fantastic. I She's thought the direction actress. was like, it was like. I don't know. I think Searchlight did the movie and it was like Searchlight's A24 movie. And it's like, it's definitely one of those movies where like, I think it got a C minus cinema score, which is like so understandable because I completely get it. But there's such a big buildup and such a good payoff in my opinion. And uh, I really liked it. Like I really liked it a lot. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Actually, I, I really want to see it. I did. I just didn't carve out enough time this weekend to watch it. Of uh, so, uh, some of the new releases, I did watch. I did watch the Protege. I really enjoyed that. It was way better than I ever thought it was going to be. But Michael Keaton alone carries that film. Sweet Girl is an abysmal piece of garbage. Um, hey, it's what a terrible, terrible twist! It's yeah. so bad. The it's twist so is bad. Yeah, terrible. It's, awful. it's so bad. Shut up, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you watch it. But you will feel the same way once you watch it. Please don't watch it. You find something else better to do with your time. But yeah, don't. Jason bother. Momoa, I, and I'm sorry, I'm on record. Jason Momoa can't act. I'm sorry. Hey, Jason Momoa was in the movie if you talked to Netflix. There, funny enough, he says that. I sent him something. There was a press release that came out from Netflix, and they listed everybody inside the movie but him. And I'm just and, like. And even in uh, even in the thing Ricky sent me, in like the synopsis, it gave like the daughter's name in the synopsis <laughs> and not in the cast, but it didn't. Yes. It just gave Jason Momoa's character. Character's name. It was so bad. And the twist is terrible. They're trying it's to protect just... that secrets at all costs. <laughs> would, would be better for him if he were not in the movie. So. Oh, my God. But um, I watched uh, Reminiscence. I really enjoyed it. I'm not going to say anything about it. I thought it was unique, different, breath of fresh air, kind of original. It's not great, but there's some good performances in it. Um, I did watch Vacation Friends this weekend, too, and I won't talk about that yet because I'm not allowed. But, yes. Don't watch it. Okay. Um, oh, I was going to ask if that should be the one I watched because I was thinking about watching that one tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, because it's it the Paw Patrol movie. Definitely don't do that either. Or Habit. All right, so top five movies of the year. I went five through one. Uh, let's see here. Who's going first? Uh, Matthew Fox. It's good. Um, so my number five is Writers of Justice, which was actually one of the films I reviewed for the site. It is also weird. Um, the story is weird. Some of the creative decisions are weird. But I guess it was the kind of weird that works for me. Um, it has a an opening sequence that for most of the movie, I was trying to figure out why it's there. And when you figure out why it's there at the end, it becomes 
so profound and powerful. Um, it really stuck with me. Um, it's a Danish film. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen is in it. Um, it has subtitles, so you will have to read it. Yeah, the well, you know, the, the cover art and the description, they don't really tell you what it's going to oh, be I'm about, gonna like but I'm going to be... I'm going to be honest, it like much like Annette, it's a tough movie to describe. My wife has asked me a few times, like, why did you like it? What's it about? And I'm like, um, you just have to watch it. Uh, <laughs> my my number four, I'm going with Herself, um, which was released by Amazon this year. And it wasn't in any of the awards. So even though I'm pretty sure it came out early, I've decided to defy the um the guidelines we were given Claire Dune uh, is great in the, the lead role. Um, I thought it was really powerful. Um, my number three also probably isn't eligible for the Academy Awards, the Zack Snyder's justice league. Thank God. Although I think it should be because it's a completely different film. Uh, oh. If you saw the original one that was released in I guess it was 2016, 2017, wasn't very yeah. good. I liked this four hour version. I watched it all in one sitting. Um, I thought it was great. Number two uh, is Nine Days, um, which released in theaters on August 6th. Um, I thought that was really good. And then my number one is Coda, which you should go watch on Apple TV+. Plus. Or in theaters. Jacob. Um, okay, so yeah. So a lot of my three of my top five were Sundance releases. So to please Ricky, I'm going to move away from those. <laughs> Um, also one of, one of my Sundance releases that I have in my top five, Ricky absolutely hates. So I'm just going to like stay away from that one as a whole. Um, so I guess my number five would actually be free guy, which we talked about last week. Um, I still love it. I, I, it's a lot, I think it's a lot like the Truman show. And I think that's why I like it so much is because the Truman show is one of my favorite like movies ever. Um, and I just, I still really enjoy it. I think it's, it's like I was saying at the very beginning, I think the like natural progression of like people wanting to go see it uh, has been really cool. Um, my number four is actually The Night House, which is the movie I just talked about. I saw it last night. It's, it's honestly like, it's, it's not weird, but it's one of those movies where you really have to pay attention. And I'm not, this isn't a spoiler, but like for everyone here, if you do go see it, make sure you're like looking in the background of, of certain scenes. Cause there's a lot to do with like shadows and figures and like little things that like, if you look in the background, you'll be able to see things that aren't supposed to be prominent on the screen, which I think when directors do stuff like that is really cool. Um, my number three is Annette which we just talked about. I haven't stopped listening to the music. Um, you know, a lot of people say that Adam Driver can't sing and I'd say you're right, but that's not the point. Uh, the point is that he can't really sing. Um, and like, I wouldn't want like a studio album from him, but I really enjoyed him in a musical. Um, and I thought he was just phenomenal in it. My number two is the green Knight. Uh, I still, I still think that that's like a fantasy, just incredible, epic. Uh, I know Nicole and I talked for literally hours trying to figure out some of it, and we still don't understand most of it. And I think that's really cool when a director makes something that like you really have to go back and you can always find different meanings from each one. Um, and my number one uh, is Coda. 
I think it's it's just such a sweet, such an honest film. I, that's another movie. I haven't stopped listening to the music. Uh, go see it on Apple TV Plus. But if you can, go see it in theaters and support, um, you know, support the movie in any way you can. I know in Nashville, they're actually doing a screening and they're having someone who is deaf and who is like a part of like the ASL community come do a speak uh, a speaking after. So I know um, if you can go see it in theaters, go see it. Take your family. It's it's a super sweet. It's an honest movie. Um, it's something that I think should be seen. So that's my top five. Nicole, to you. Awesome. So my number five is a movie that I feel like I watched forever ago, but it does technically count, which is The Courier. Uh, I am not typically someone who's super so impressed. By good. I'm like so not good. a huge Benedict Cumberbatch fan typically. No. And I was blown away by him in this movie. And I think it defies yeah. a lot of the issues with that I normally have with these five movies and that like, it really actually does make me care about the characters. Uh, so that, I feel like a lot of people missed it. Definitely go seek that one out. Uh, my number four is Annette. Um, I love Annette. I've already watched it twice. I'm probably gonna watch it a lot more. I think I'm gonna get the vinyl of the album so I can listen to it even more. My number three is a movie that like literally no one but me and the people that I made watch it have seen. It's called Monday, but it does count for this. Uh, it's like Sebastian Stan and Denise Goff uh, in Greece. And it's kind of all about a relationship coming together and then falling apart, which is one of my favorite types of films. Uh, my number two is Coda. Coda's fantastic. Also, Coda's the opposite of Annette and that I feel like I can recommend it to anyone and they're going to get something out of it. My coworkers have been watching it because I made them uh, and they've all loved it too. It's just a really sweet, well-done movie. And my number one is actually In the Heights. Uh, I love a good, like, big blockbuster musical whenever it's well done, but I don't think it's well done very often. And I think that this one actually had the right approach to the source material. And uh, it was also one of the first movies that I saw back in theaters. So I know that that also sort of colored my uh, thoughts on it. But yeah, that's that's my number one since I can't count Sundance films. Yeah, I know. The funny thing about it is, is everybody thinks that I just screwed up their list by not being able to count Sundance. But two of my top three are Sundance movies that I can't count. And there's actually, actually you I should have just let us all fawn over the movie that we all want to do. We all yeah, want on the count of three. Out. You're right. Exactly. No, but we're going to have a podcast based on that, uh, on that film. I'm excited for that it's going to, to be, it. it's going to be one of those films that I think is going to be one of the, that movie is going to be more polarizing than Annette ever will be. It's going to be very interesting to see the discourse and the conversation around mass, because there's going to be a lot of people that like it. There's going to be a lot of people that hate it. And there's going to be, a, it's just, there's not going to be an in-between. You're either going to see one side of it or the other side of it. And it's going to be, it's a hard watch. It's a very hard watch. And if you're a parent, it's even more of a hard watch. So it, it's, yes. But my top five, no, nonetheless here, um, I've got, <laughs> I've got Stillwater, Sweet Girl, Midnight in the Switchgrass, Pig, and Habit. I'm sorry, wait, hold on. <laughs> that was my bottom five. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Also, like, hey, um, cool. <laughs> oh, all right, no. So my top five, number five is Coda uh, by default. It's in my top 10. I like Coda. I just don't love it as much as everybody else did. I think it's a very good movie. I just don't think it's a great movie. Uh, Sound of Violence, a movie that probably nobody has seen. Um, it performed, it, it started at South by Southwest, but then it was released in it's video and on demand or whatever. I like it. If you're looking for something original, something unique in the horror genre, this is the type of film. I wouldn't call it horror. It's more thriller, slasher style thing. Think like Scream. But basically, um, 
Uh, God, what's her name? I already forgot her name off the Jasmine Savi Brown stars in it. Um, she's great in the movie as the villain esque thing she is, but it's a fantastic film. I like it a whole lot. Number three, Cruella. I still love this movie. I will watch that movie 400,000 times again and again and again because it's so, so good. The soundtrack's good. The movie's good. Um, Quiet Place 2 is my number two. Um, I loved it. I thought it was great. The soundtrack is phenomenal. I saw it on the massive, massive screen. And it's just what Krasinski has done and created is something beautiful. And my number one is Nine Days. Um, I have not seen a movie. I saw Nine Days last year at AFI Fest. And that and The Father were two of the movies that I watched. I watched both those movies um, twice in like a 36, 48-hour time frame. And I was emotionally distraught for – I'm still not recovered, I don't think. Because both movies look at life in two different perspectives, really. One's losing life. One's beginning life at the same time. But Nine Days is one of the most original – beautiful films that I think I've seen in a very long time. And what Sony picture classics did to that movie really pisses me off because Winston Duke is, if it counted for the, I think it technically going to count for this year's Oscars. I think I know it was part of their, of the, uh, what was it? The, Indi- in the, yeah. the independent spirit awards last year. Um, but Nine Days is one of the most beautiful films that I've seen in a very long time. It's fresh, unique, different. And Winston Duke is going to win an Oscar one day. And I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that because his performance is in this is just insane. Uh, Nicole, have you seen Nine Days? I actually haven't yet. I was literally just oh. thinking, thank you for the reminder that I need to watch it. Oh, my God, this. please. It is so I've, – I've seen it three times now. I saw I, it twice in 24 hours, and then I saw it like a – I sent it to Jacob to watch, and he did not watch it. it. He sent it to um, me like a day before my birthday, and was like, "Okay, you have like twelve um, hours to watch this." And I was like, "Oh, thanks." Only because and they got a like, birthday present. Like, exactly. No, I gave Jacob the best birthday present ever once upon a time. But no, all right. Oh. I have it right here. He really does. Oh wow, he has it handy. I did look at that. It's the. Uh, it's the oh my play. god. It's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, but with that being said, um, the movie that I think, it, what is the other movie on your top five that would be Nicole in from Sundance? You said you had two of them? Oh, no. I just had one, just Mass. Oh, I didn't actually get a Sundance. I just like snagged a ticket to Mass oh, because just everyone mass. was okay. talking about it. Yeah. Um, my other one would have been on the count of three. And Jacob's other one is Prisoners of Ghostland, which is absolutely positively fucking terrible. Amazing. <laughs> Terrible! I loved it. Um, no, but since you mentioned you it, on the count of three, polar ends of Nicolas Cage's career. Some people love his movies. <laughs> Some people makes them wish. Pig was bad too, but that's beside the point. Oh, uh, I Prisoner of the Ghostland. I'll I'll save Ricky for now, but I absolutely loved it, and I he did. It's probably one of the best like satire movies that I've ever seen. Oh, I guess Ricky never told you the funniest thing is. Um, I got confused and thought Willie's Wonderland was the movie you liked of Nicholas Cage's from, <laughs> from Sundance. And I was watching and I'm like, I, I don't get it. Oh, no, that's not the one. It's Prisoners of Ghost. Yeah. Oh, okay. so, it's funny to me because 
Jacob and I agree 90% of the time, but when we don't agree, it's not a, it's not a, he gave it three stars. I gave it two and a half stars. I, he gave it four stars. I gave it's, he gave it like four and a half, five. And I gave it like one, one and a half. Like that's the <laughs> poll. Like it was uncut gems is like that. Uncut gems is straight garbage. Um, but he loves uncut gems. Bo Burnham's inside, outside, whatever the hell that thing's called. He gave it whatever many stars. I gave it zero stars. Like it's, um, the lighthouse was like that. Now, Prisoner of Ghostlands, like that. What's there's another movie? What's another one? That I am going to say on informal polling of my coworkers, I think Ricky were too old for Inside Bo Burnham. It feels like people under 30 love it, and people over 30 are like, What the that is what I've seen in my office. <laughs> the thing about yeah. it is, all my sub 30 coworkers are like, You have no heart, and I'm like, You have no class. Well, see, like my my whole thing is like Bo Burnham started YouTube in 2009, and as an eighth grader, literally as an eighth grader in 2010, I started watching Bo Burnham. Like when he was like still like 100, 200,000 followers. So I've like followed him his entire career, and so like anything he does is just going to be like gold to me. Honestly, like it's just one of those things that I've just grown up with. I'm sorry. Um. But yeah, Prison of the Ghostland is awesome. On the it comes out soon, awesome. right? Uh, I think so. Soon? Yeah, it finally had its trailer. Um, it's coming out on VOD, though. What I saw online, it doesn't. Oh, that's what like it should come out. It, it, it should. It should come out on TNT TV. or TBS or something September, like that. September seventeenth. I, I would love I literally to literally can't wait to watch this. Oh my god! No, Matt. I I honestly think you will think like it's either. I just one hope of it's better than Willis Wonderland because for a while I was like. Man, Jacob's raving about this. I don't, I don't get Nicholas Cage doesn't even talk. This is one of the this is hot trash. And then Ricky, oh no, that's not the one. Woo! That was bad too. Uh Prisoner of the Ghostland is like the ultimate. You will either like absolutely think it's like the most like stupid, like unreal, boring thing ever, or you'll think it's like amazing, like I did. I'm like I want I want people to watch it, even though I wouldn't recommend anyone to watch it at the same time. <laughs> that September seventeenth show is shaping up to be gangbusters because we have uh, Clint Eastwood's latest cry macho and Prisoners wow. of Ghostland. So, and then the next Eyes week, of Tammy Faye. All I really care about is Eyes of Tammy Faye. I can't wait for that. Jessica Chat. I've heard it's really, 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 really good. It's I've heard it's really, really I've good. Heard I heard she's really, 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 really good. Yes. Regardless yes. of the rest of the film around her. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for the card counter, which I've also heard is very good. Um, I'm excited about that. Shang-Chi looks like Shang-Chi. I'll be whatever. I mean, I'm excited in some aspects because I don't think Marvel does. They don't really miss. But also, I'm just superheroed out, I really feel like. I really don't care. I really feel like the death of superheroes is whenever Zack Snyder's Snyder Cut came out. Um, With that being said, and I really liked it, so there's that. Um, Yeah, he says that, but then he also saw a leak of the spider-man trailer and was like this actually looks really really good oh i love i can't wait for spider-man like i mean that's real (laughs) that's a real actually i'm excited for venom too i really like the first venom so there's that i mean there's it's it's about to be award season i'm really excited excited for morbius but that's just me when's that coming out it got pushed again (laughs) did it get pushed again right probably yeah I'll watch anything with Michael Keaton in it, to be honest. They got to save and dole Jared Leto out in controlled doses because somebody like clips a picture and then drops it on their podcast at random moments for months at a time. So. I, Ricky, you need to update that with this House of Gucci picture. What? Calm down. <laughs> um, what? Which? Which one do I need to update with? Uh, with one? House with the House of Gucci picture where he's like oh. got like his like fat face on. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I really need to. I really need to do that. What um, you need to do is cut that baby out. And next time we do those blockbuster trivia, you get three marionettes. No, just out. put it on each side of the... I don't know why. I'm literally pointing at my screen right now, trying to show you where I'm going to put this. <laughs> Not to, that, at that point, it's time to leave the podcast. Um, Real quick, I've seen a lot of chatter about how The Last Duel looks great. Has anybody else watched the trailer and seen, like, not thinking it's going to be a steaming pile of garbage? So I'm reading the book it's based on right now. You're reading a uh, book? Shut up. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Dang, Sorry, that sounded really mean. It was <laughs> me, Jacob. I mean, come on. Be nice to... I want Nicole to come back on. Oh, through okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I'm about halfway through the book, and it is not something that I would look at and say, A, it needs to go to the screen, but particularly <laughs> Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are the right people to make this movie. Um, I have not laughed so hard as I did whenever I saw them in that trailer in a long time. They look so out of place and so bad, and I have no idea what this movie is going to be like. The only reason that I'm actually like really excited for it is if the uh reports that they actually did the screenplay from like two different perspectives i think that yeah. could actually be really interesting because like yeah. they had matt damon and ben affleck wrote like the male's version and then they had uh i can't remember who but she wrote the female's version and i think that actually could be really interesting like actually having both of that rather than having uh matt damon write a girl's part right matt damon write a story about that revolves around a sexual assault like that's yeah. the i and ben affleck yeah. i just these are not people i trust with that per se and they also those are two men i look at them i know that they use microwaves i know that they have iphones <laughs> they cannot blend into a period setting i'm sorry yeah it's so weird to me like i don't know like i, I love ben ben's one of my favorite peoples like he's one of my favorite direct like he's a great director he's a great director but when i first like i only saw the first time i saw the trailer was in a the theater and I was just like, I saw somebody tweet the other day, oh my God, I just saw the last dual trailer and it looks so good. I'm like, what? It they looks actually were saying Adam Driver looks good in it. And that oh, okay, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Adam Driver is ugly, but that's the side of the point. That's a different deal to die on. So um, I have a whole, I have okay. a whole uh, article that I need you to read. <laughs> so. All right, I just actually I looked at the October slate. It is packed. Like the Many Saints of Newark, uh, No Time to Die, Halloween Kills, The Last Duel, Venom, Dune, Jackass Forever, Best Picture winner right there, and of course the Last Night in Soho. But uh, before we go, Nicole, give us uh, your information, Social Security, yeah. phone number, all that good stuff. <laughs> Credit card, yeah. Um, <laughs> I am on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, all that at Nicole Ackman 16. Um, I've got a link tree there to all the different places that I like podcast and write, but I will shout out. I have a period drama podcast. We're going to be covering The Last Duel, um, where my friend and I, who are both trained in history, uh, look at period dramas. And that is called Petticoats and Poppies History Girls at the Movies. That sounds awesome. I'm, uh, that's that's. We've done. We actually have done some very cool stuff. We just did a big episode on the Green Knight um, because my co-host is like trained in Arthurian like legend. Uh, so I was like, explain things to me. Uh, we actually also did an episode recently on National Treasure um, and talked about the ways in which they talk about history in that movie. So, yeah, that's yeah. I uh, I'm glad you guys enjoyed the the Green Knight because I thought it was just okay. But um, make sure to check out everything. This is the this is the <laughs> Blu-ray that yeah. Uh, it gives that's the one I was talking about. 
it's completely misleading. <laughs> no, I mean it is. It's it looks like a, it looks like it was like the. It's, it looks like it's a uh, an episode of Sons of Anarchy. Like that's what that kind of looks like. You know what I mean? Like Mads Mads. That tagline. That tagline. Someone is going to Is this like a Liam Neeson movie? I'm confused. <laughs> like, oh, there were parts of it though that did feel like his version of Taken, but it has um, it has an actual plot. <laughs> That's an interesting choice of using words. One of the most fascinating films I've seen in a long while, The Wall Street <laughs> Journal. That's an interesting, because that does not mean it was good. You know what I mean? Like, it does not mean it's good at all. But like, it's going to be very much like, Annette, there are some things in there that are oh, gonna, I, really going to work good. for you. Yeah. Or really I thought not. it was good. I liked it. I, I thought it was it was pretty solid. I didn't think it was terrible. But um, all right, folks, do us a favor. Head on over to Twitter. Give Matthew Fox a follow at Nighthawk7734. Give Jacob a follow at TBear57. Give myself a follow at Ricky Blair underscore. Thank you so much, Nicole, for coming on with us this week. Make sure to check her out on Twitter at Nicole Ackman 16 Head on over to the Music City Drive-In. Check out all the latest uh, articles and reviews. Also, make sure to check out the other shows on the Drive-In Podcast Network. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, and we'll talk to you guys next week.